Hey, here we are. We are back for a brand new talk uh, with Fionn and myself. So, Fionn, what have you been up to this week, bud? <laughs> well, uh, no, this week, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been all right for me. Obviously, work's been going on as usual, but I've been um, a bit anticipating my birthday. It's on Saturday, so I'm a bit excited for that. So I've been a bit sluggish, as I, as I may have mentioned before, funny that. Um, but yeah, no, it's been all right. I've been... Uh, been excited. It's um, work's going well at the moment. Obviously, things are starting to get back into the swing of things. You know, people are inquiring. Um, I've got clients that are you know pushing, smashing better than ever at the moment as well. So obviously, you're gonna have your dips and your falls, but at the moment, it all seems to be going pretty well. Yeah, how about yourself? Oh, good. You know, do you know what's interesting is that like um, one to one, I I never used to focus that much because obviously we're doing multiple class bases. That's what we've always been known for, but. Uh, one to one, I think we're smashing at the moment. I mean, literally, we're getting people in left, right, and centre, and I've, I haven't been busy doing one to ones. And it's getting to the point where actually, <coughs> sorry, I just swallowed my water wrong. <laughs> we're, getting, <coughs> we're getting we're getting busy, aren't we? And that's the thing. So it's um, you've got to try and focus on everything. And like classes should be back. I'm hoping end of July, early August. So it allows you to get a bit of a booze on this weekend and the next couple of weekends. Yeah, and then um, then we're back to action. But I uh, so. It's always busy though, isn't it? If we're not busy doing classes, we're not busy training people one-to-one. There's always something in the pipeline, something to work yeah. on, which is always great. Now, the, the biggest thing we always talk about is the majority of people come and see us and they want to lose body fat, right? And now we've been chatting a lot, haven't we? We've been discussing that it's not just about losing fat. It's about all pillars of health and fitness and well-being. And we need to come away and just understand that it's not just about losing body fat and getting in great shape, even though that's a great thing to do. I feel like if you're an unhappy person in a, a larger body, you're not necessarily going to be a happier person in a smaller body. You're just going to be an unhappy person in a slimmer body. Now, it doesn't matter what size you are, Phil, does it? It doesn't matter if you're an alien, whether you're size 25, whether you're size 10. We don't judge. We don't discriminate against anything at all. And we just believe in getting people healthy, happy and fitter but we want you to be happy yourself. I mean, would you want to expand on that, Fionn? Yeah, massively. I mean, the, um, over the lo- course of lockdown, I've been listening to a few podcasts and obviously just going out and walk the dog before I'd just be scrolling through Instagram or, you know, listening to music, which is also fine if you want to do that. But I feel like um, the podcast utilised my time a little better, better, gain a bit more knowledge. And one of them I was listening to yesterday was for, for when some people come to you uh, I'm, I'm sure you experienced it as well. As when some people come to you as a trainer, they, you know, you ask them what their their reason is, what their goal is, and they say, you know, maybe I want to look better for the girls, or someone told me that I look a bit big, kind of thing. And they reach their goal, they reach how they want to look, and they might not even feel happier when they get there. And I, th- I think what a lot of people need to realise is, it sounds cliche and it sounds a bit hippy trippy and all this kind of thing, but. It's not about the end goal. I think for a lot of people, you need to focus on the journey to get there. I think that's where a lot of growth and a lot of um, personal um, appreciation comes from. It's the it's the fact that you're getting yourself on the steam train, you're getting yourself motivated, and that goal is where you're going to find the most fulfillment. It's not, so it's, you know, for for a for a male, maybe you want to get their their muscle. Uh, growth a bit bigger they want to you know look a bit more size but when they get to that point they don't feel any different from when they did before they just look a bit different or for a female aspect 
um, you know, maybe they want to drop a few dress sizes, but actually when they get there, they don't feel any different. They just look different. It's, it goes on, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. You know, when yeah. someone comes to you and they are thin, um, and, and, and they say, you know, I, I want to get a bit thinner, you, you look at them and you think, yeah, you may be thin, but you may not be happy. Do you, do you know what I mean? Definitely. Uh, a slightly bigger person may be looking at a smaller person and think, oh, they must be so happy. You know, they're smashing their life. They're keeping themselves, you know, on the small food limit. You know, that they're looking thin. They fit into these smaller clothes. But actually, when you go and look at that smaller person, they may not be in the best mindset and in the best, you know, the happiest that they can be. So focusing on the way that you feel rather than the way you look, I think is so important for people to understand. I could, you couldn't have said it any better, mate. And I think to myself, like, when I was like, not going to age about stuff, but when I first started off, I was at 18, 17. And I was just all about like whacking people in the gym. So literally pushing them as hard as they can and being like, yeah, you're a wussy if you don't ache like afterwards. And I remember some of the sessions I used to do, I cringe at them now. I was aching for like six days afterwards. I could barely even walk down the stairs. Yeah. And I was getting clients to do the same. And I was just saying to people, yeah, all you need to do is have eggs in the morning, chicken, broccoli and rice. And then you're even a meal was like steak. And it was just, yeah. to me, it was all like protein, protein. And it's so like bro, like thing. Bro it, yeah. And I was getting females in and I was getting exactly the same training plans and exactly the same nutrition. But I think what people have to come away from, there's, there's not a one size fits all, right? That's the biggest thing that um, me and Fionn understand that just what works for me doesn't necessarily work for um, Fionn. It won't work for, you know, Jane down the road or Barry up the road. It's, uh, you've got to work up method that suits yourself. Now, we, me and Fionn smash steps because we're on our feet all the time. We're literally moving around. And like, we were looking at our step count. And what was yours yesterday? Uh, well, I got up to 31,000. I went on a nice evening walk. I wanted to hit that 30. I managed to get up to 31. So not based on anything, but. Yeah. <laughs> mine, was, mine was 34. And that's, it's better than Because I went down to West Bay afterwards. Like, yeah. um, and it's just like ridiculous. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't, I'm not asking to do that many steps. I'm not setting myself out that goal to do that many steps. Now, if you're only doing 10,000 steps and that's all you can do, that is not a problem at all. But it means you won't be allowed to have the same amount of food as what Fiona and I can have because it's give or take based on your weight, based on your gender, etc. But 10,000 steps roughly burns 500 calories. Now, yeah. if Becky was doing 10,000 steps, she'd burn a different amount of calories. So don't quote me on that number. Yeah. But if Fiona and I have done 30,000 steps, we've burnt 1,500 calories in a day just by stepping. Yeah. We've then got everything else that comes into it. Our training session to add on to that, you know, our BMR, which is basically your basal metabolic rate, your body, when you're lying there, you're just your organs, your muscles use energy. So you become a massive calorie burning machine, don't you? Well, yeah, I think one of the things to touch on there, you're completely right about there. The BMR, obviously I'm a different size to you. So obviously I've got less in me. I'm smaller. You're a bit wider. You're a bit taller. So you're basically more basic metabolic rate will be higher than mine because you've got more stuff to shift. You've got more yeah. stuff to do internally. So I think people shouldn't get caught up on this um, mindset of, okay, he's in a 1,500 deficit. I should be as well because we're not all the same. I think that's what people need to understand. Um, we're not all the same. We, we, we all have different um, functions and different weights and different sizes. And that will, um, and interpret how we burn fat just like you say just by lying down or by moving throughout the day as well because like you touched on with Becky for 10,000 steps for her probably would be 
less than 500 calories because she's yes. smaller, she's thinner, um, and females have to um, work. I think it's, uh, don't quote me on this, but I'm almost sure it's 33% longer in the gym than the male does to burn the same amount of calories. Really? I heard that, I heard that somewhere, yeah. yeah. So if you and Becky were to go out and eat the same meal, say it was just, for example, 2,000 calories, so you had steak, chips, peppercorn sauce, and a pudding as well, but you both ate the exact same, she would have to work an extra half an hour in the gym after you have because not being sexist whatsoever. It's just the way it is. Males burn more energy because we are naturally bigger. That's just how it is. Mm. So touching on that, you're, you're perfect spot on. Yeah. I mean, and that's an interesting point you came up with, like obviously saying me and Becky out for meals. I think when we got a lot of females and a big client base of ours are females and they say, <clears throat> oh, for example, my partner, Simon, he can eat like, you know, McDonald's and then he can go out and eat in the evening. He doesn't put on any weight. Whereas I, you know, you have to look at cream bun, they gain weight. Yeah. If you think about it, if you took our energy expenditures and I'm roughly, I don't track as much as I, sh I do anymore. I'm quite relaxed my I'm eating at the moment. Yeah. Um, but I know that if I really want to get down and dial down those numbers and get right to shape, then I know tracking's the, the, the benefit for me. Yeah. Um, but if I'm on 4,000 calories a day and Becky's only on 2,000, that means if we've had basic breakfast, um, say not basic but like salmon scrambled eggs you know for sunday basic, and that's like, eh? yeah yeah that's a luxury breakfast <laughs> but that'd be like 600 calories say then we yeah. have a nice coffee just say that topped it up to just even made it to thousand right yeah. that's half of becky's intake for the day right that's only a quarter of mine yeah. if we didn't go to mcdonald's right and i'm not saying we go to mcdonald's i've been at mcdonald's for bloody ages but if we did go to mcdonald's and we both had a big mac and chips and a coke that's a thousand calories so yeah. becky's done then i've still got another two thousand calories to eat so if I want to go to Nando's in the evening and I want to get pick a mix, this isn't a diet I to do. So don't quote me on this. I'm just trying to get people to understand that females, majority of females cannot eat the same as what their partner eats because the energy expenditure is different. However, if you're a female and you're a post woman or you, you know, you, you're on your feet all day, you're doing loads and loads of steps, you know, you work on a farm or something like that, then yes, you probably will get away with eating a lot more calories than, someone who sat at a desk all the time but the majority of females tend to not be able to consume as many calories as a male all right it's it's annoying it's frustrating it's just how it is though isn't it it's just yeah that's just it's just the science behind it it's just how it is like yeah. there's nothing you can do about that so when it comes down to um calories and calories is quite a boring word isn't it really feel and it, it, it i think i don't really like talking about it much because I feel like it just becomes like a word that, oh, I don't know, it's just... It's overused. Yeah, and I mean... It's overused, it's just drilled into people's brains too much. But, but the optimal way, what, what is the optimal way of losing body fat? Putting yourself in a calorie deficit, which is obviously reducing the amount of calories that your body naturally burns throughout the day um, and upping your increase in activity as well. So it could be, you know, maybe getting your 11,000. If you're hitting 10, get 11 in that's going to burn, you know, a few more calories. So you said it was 10,000 steps to burn 500. If you add an extra 1,000 steps on, you're maybe, what, burning another, like, what, 60 calories, 70 yeah. calories, whatever yeah. it is. You know, just increasing your activity throughout the day, but mainly eating less food. It's as simple yeah. as that. But by doing that, you, you could be tracking it, whether it could be, you know, on a little diary if you're old school, or yeah. my, things like MyFitnessPal. I know there's other apps out there um, that do it all for you. So, yeah, just putting yourself in that calorie deficit, which means eating less food. And don't rush it, everyone. 
so the big thing well, is that's that, one of the things I wrote down. Yeah. Oh, I nicked off you. you I literally, I robbed you. I robbed your Insta story yeah, yesterday with, you, with the DM me. I, I robbed that off you, and I've also then robbed your um your talk as well. The, um, it takes three thousand five hundred calories, um, give or take, to burn a pound of fat, right? So if you decide you're going to go on this health and fitness um crazy you know journey and you put yourself at a 200 calorie deficit for eating 200 calories less food each day, then don't expect to be an overnight success because it's going to take you about two and a half weeks to achieve one pound of fat loss. So Fionn and I, we highly recommend that you don't just achieve a deficit through food. Fionn just touched on steps. So remember, there's three options we like to look at. There's eating less, which we highly recommend everyone to do, but only by a little bit. And then we recommend the people increase their activity by doing more steps, get yeah. their Fitbit on. I haven't put mine on today. As you can see, there's a little gap in it. Yeah, I need to do that. You need to have that on every day. And then you work your ass off in the gym. And we typically recommend three to four workouts a week for an average person. And you can see some great results from that. Question for you, Fion. What happens if they've been doing all those three things, right? Yeah. And they haven't seen results in a month. What would you you're do? Lying. You're lying. Yes. Right. It's, um, it's a simple, you know, it's a, I put a story up yesterday um, on my Instagram and it was, you know, obviously flexing my 31,000 steps. I had to. Um, but I basically just said to people, you know, the truth hurts. Be brutally honest with yourself. Are you actually getting them 10,000 in or are you just like, you, you know, making it up? Or are you tracking your lunch, your you know, your breakfast, lunch and dinner, but maybe not the chocolate bar that you had after your lunch or on your way from home that you didn't even think about? Or are you going to the gym for an hour but spending 25 minutes of that scrolling through Instagram and not smashing that hour? Kind of, it's, it's all the different things. Are you really being honest with yourself at that point if you're not? Because it's as simple, it works. It does work. Eating less, moving more, training hard works. So if you're given a set amount of calories to eat and given a set amount of uh, times to move throughout the day and a set amount of training hours and you're and you think that you're smashing them and you're not seeing results you're not you're not doing it it's just, you're just essentially you are lying <laughs> yeah i mean and, and that's the thing i mean i think a lot of people don't realize that they're doing it i think they're secret eaters and i've had, i've had many a people ask me and they i sent them back kind of how many calories they should be on etc and they've gone i'm eating well below that but, but the truth is, if you were eating well below that, you wouldn't be asking me the question on how to lose body fat because you'd be losing the body fat. Yeah. And there, there comes into a, a play. There's a couple of things, really. There's the clean eating brigade. And I would definitely say I'm definitely a, a, an advocate of clean eating, which is kind yeah. of eating non-processed food. Fion is probably even more of a clean eater than me. Yeah. And then there's also the kind of the process brigade. And what you've got to do is work out a balance in that. Because just because you are all unprocessed food, avocado, smoked salmon, you know, nuts, nuts. all that kind of stuff, yeah. doesn't mean you're going to ultimately be in great shape because just eating too much of these foods is going to typically gain, lead you to gain weight or maintain where you are. And eating too much processed food is going to keep where you are. Now, we know, Fionn, we can't we? We can, we can lose weight or lose fat eating absolute rubbish, but being in a deficit, but we can yeah. also lose fat eating really good high-quality foods. Yeah. And being in a deficit, it's about having that balance, basically. Yeah. So it, a big thing for everyone out there that if you are struggling, don't expect to be an overnight success. And I think I've had to realise this with um, where I am in like 
the fitness business as such is that you kind of expect to be wanting to train x amount of clients and you want an online business and you want an app and you want this and actually you've got to realize that you will get that but it's going to come maybe one two five years down the line yeah and it's the same with fat loss it is a journey exactly like Fionn was saying and you can't get results within a week two weeks you could you'd have to starve yourself though and would it be sustainable yeah you've got to look at the long game so you've got to be looking at nailing down the tracking your food you've got to nail down the steps you've got to nail down the workouts yeah now what so if one of your clients feel comes to you and they say to you they've been doing it for a month but they haven't really seen results what would you what would you then do then so what would you focus on mainly would you focus on dropping calories steps both well if it- if a, you know, say a client comes to me first starting up and they say, you know, I want to lose um, some weight. They don't give me a specific amount because I, I never really do that. I don't really want to set targets because if we don't meet them, then people get disappointed. So for the first, you know, maybe month or two of training, I say to people, look, we'll, we'll just try and cut your calories a little bit. Um, but I don't take a note of that. So I'll let them do that themselves for their own devices. So say, for example, I did that to one client. They come back after a month and they said, I am not able to drop any weight i'm not dropping any weight da, 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 da. i'm tracking my food so what i would do for a whole week i know and it's an absolute nightmare because it's just so much extra work but if you want to work for this client and make them really get their goals it maybe has to be done and this is just my method maybe not yours i would take them right i want you to write down obviously on my fitness pal every single thing that you've eaten today but i want you to send it to me as well because it's about accountability if you've not got someone there to to, to, um, to prove, say, to prove as such, I think that's the, the right word to use. Yep. If you've not got something to prove to someone, I think that makes you less likely to do it. So they, they've been doing a month of training. We've been training maybe once a week. They've been eating healthy. Yeah. Um, and they've been on it. You know, we've been eating more greens, avocados. I've put nuts with my granola in the morning. Da, 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 da. But it's not working for me. That's what I would do. A whole week of sending me every single meal that you've eaten um, and proving to me that you are actually doing that because I think within that first week, that was a bit of a bit of a reality check and people then would start to get on the bandwagon. So how about yourself? What would you do? Yeah, mate, I think there's no, like, um, everybody's different, aren't they? Like you said, everyone's got their own methods and things like that. But I would really just, I'd look at the month and if people weren't losing body fat, I mean, the accountability is 100%. You couldn't be any more right. And I mean, we've only just started realising that now, haven't we, that the, the accountability is more important than the actual gym sessions and telling people what calories to eat. Because if you've got no one on your case or no one to like be accountable to, yeah, you're not really going to do it. So you're completely spot on with that. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, we just say, look at, because men and women are different, I'd suggest like a percentage deficit. So for example, you know, you're going, I'd give step by step. If you are not right now, you want to learn how to um, lose body fat and you want to put yourself in a calorie deficit, I would suggest to download MyFitnessPal today, right? That's, that's what I would suggest to do. And track what you currently eat for two or three or four days, you know, and keep it to yourself if you want to, exactly like Fionn said. You can work out an average of what you're eating roughly and be completely honest. Track all your drinks, your coffees, you know, your fizzy drinks, if you drink them, you know, all your milks, all that kind of thing. Track all your food, right? Get digital scales, weigh it, scan it a lot. Yeah, it's a ball ache. Yeah, it does take time, right? It takes probably an extra 10 minutes out of your day. But you've got a massive accuracy there. They reckon, um, Fionn, that people under-report by like something up to like nearly up to 40%. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, on the report in the feed yeah, yeah, they, they like, say yeah. basically by up to 40%. I think it was, um, let me just get up a minute. I've had that on my notes section. I listened to it on a podcast and I thought it was amazing to, um, you know, to hear that. Yeah. 30 to 50%. 30 to 50% like, people yeah. under track by, yeah. So if people say they're, for example, you know, eating 1,500 calories, they could actually be in like, you know. 2,000. Well, yeah, 2,000. 2,800. Yeah. Even more than that, yeah. Like, yeah. for example, what's like 50% of 1,500, So they could be eating 2,250. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So people don't, 100% honest, everyone's dishonest when it comes to calories. I'm the same. I forget the biscuits I've had. I forget the bits of chocolate I've eaten and blah, blah, all that kind of stuff. So get an average, work it out. Argument's sake, you're female. You know, your name's Rachel, you're on 2,000 calories a day on average. Then what I would say is just drop it by percentage. You know, say 20%, right? 20%, that puts you down to 1,600 um, calories. Done my maths, right? 2,000, yeah, 1,600 calories, right? Per day, right? That's put you on a 400 calorie deficit each day. Remember that it's going to take you 3,500 calories per pound of fat. So if you just do the food, it's going to take you quite a long way to get to your shape you want to get in. So then we're going to introduce like feeling simple the steps and make an accountability on steps you're doing every single day. Are you doing 8,000? Could you do nine and build up that? You've then got your training sessions set out three to four and you do that every single week. That will get your results. I guarantee you it. You do that, that will get your results, right? If you're finding you're not getting results from that, you probably then need to bring your steps up a bit because I would say I wouldn't want to go any lower than 1,500 really for food. Because for me personally, you want a bit of enjoyment with food. You want a bit of flexibility. And anything below 1,500, it, it's, it's hard work. It's, it's a grind. So I would say you can't get away with doing those steps. So increase your steps. Yeah. I think, I, I think you touched there just at the end on the, the, the not, because what I wrote down was, you know, cutting too quick can obviously curb your motivation. Because if you're, say, for example, eating between 2,000 and 2,500 calories a day. And that's just standard for you without even tracking. You don't even think about it. That's just the average, you know, a female's 2,000, male's 2,500. That's what they want to be aiming for, really, to maintain a, a, you know, a healthy body weight. Um, but if you then cut it down to, say, 1,500, you're then eating nearly a whole, for females, like just under a whole meal, but for males, you know, a meal and a half out of your day, completely gone, that yeah. you just didn't even think about before. So. Cutting that down too quick will, I think, for personally, just demotivate you. It'll, it'll cause you to find distraction. You know, you, you get hungry, and what do you do when you're hungry? You just reach for the things that you're going to enjoy because you feel guilty because you're hungry and da da da. It's just a, a a big curve. So just dropping it down that little bit. Yes, it will take longer, but it's more effective in the long run. Yeah, I definitely found so like, that. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Completely. And we all we're all about habits, aren't we? Small, sustainable habits, long-term yeah. success. And you can, I'm not saying you can't do quick, rapid weight loss, but the problem is you're not really learning the habit from that. And you have got to learn that rapid weight loss for two, three, four weeks before you know it, because you haven't got those systems in place to be able to keep that, that body fat off. Then what's going to happen is you're going to bounce back up. So we're massive with slow and sustainable. That's what we believe in. That's our approach. And I feel like it's not just about fat loss for us. We've got to get over that. All right. We're not just about tracking calories. Um, that, that's not what we're about. We're about being a happier person, a healthier person. And once you're happier, you, can make, you can't make changes being unhappy. So once we build your, you know, your motivation up, your mood up, you feel better in yourself, you're going to make smarter food choices. You're going to make healthier, sustainable food choices. 
which ultimately can lead to you being in better shape. But if you are hoping to track calories, you know, you are hoping to lose body fat, then we, I definitely recommend that you track calories for at least a month, even two months. The reason I say that is because it gives you an understanding of what calories are in certain foods. Like it's shocking feeling, isn't it? The calories are in nuts and... You wouldn't, you, you'd be surprised, that's it. And I think going back to what we touched on, just briefly, I'm going to touch on it. You'd be surprised what calories are in the foods that you may think are healthy and are, that are doing you justice. Yes, you'll be getting the health benefits from it, the vitamins, the minerals, you know, the goodness, the feeling fresh. However, you'd be surprised. So in a, in a handful of nuts, you know, you know, if you were to have half a bag of nuts, you're probably eating more calories than you are in a, in a dairy milk chocolate bar. But what would you, if they were set out on a table and you were true, you know, um, someone said to you, take a pick, what do you think you should choose instantly? You know, you'd go for the nuts if you're under pressure because you want to seem like you are being on that healthy curvature. However, just be careful, really careful, especially with little things like oil. Oil is massive. If you're adding a little bit of oil to every meal, say you're having bacon and eggs for breakfast, which has got your protein in, no carbs, whatever it is, then your lunch, you, you're frying up some chicken with your rice and your, your veg, oil on that, and then with your dinner as well, you're making... Just these little things. Just be careful with it, and just 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 make sure you do every little bit. Yeah, definitely. I remember that it doesn't matter what method you follow. I mean, Phil just mentioned about um, baking eggs, and that's more like a keto approach, so like lower carb. But yeah. it, it doesn't matter what approach you follow. You could be vegan. You could be vegetarian. You could do the five-two diet. You could do intermittent fasting. You can do um, keto. You, like there's so many you can do, and there's loads absolutely crap shoddy diets out there, right? I mean, I'm not even going to name them, but there's rubbish ones out there, right? And they all follow the same principle. So they all follow a calorie deficit. Yeah. Because you lost weight on keto, it's because you put yourself in a calorie deficit. You've got calories from protein, fats, and carbs. And all of a sudden, you've taken away the carbs from your food. So now you've just ended up with a reduced calorie diet. And that's all it is. So it's finding an approach that suits you. And we're not saying don't do keto. We're saying that you do what you like doing. If you like eating lots of meat, lots of fish and just veg and nuts and things and no pasta, bread, donuts, cakes, do keto. If you like intermittent fasting and you cannot have breakfast, you like eating at 12 o'clock to 8 p.m. midday and not before or after, do intermittent fasting. You know, it's, it's a method to suit the person and that's why it's great to have a trainer and a coach because we look at and hone in on what your lifestyle habits are. Are you a weekend warrior? Do you like to typically overeat on the weekends? which means we have to be smarter during the week. But a calorie deficit is the, the, the approach that involves all of these, not diets, you know, nutritional methods, I suppose. I like to say that. But yeah. remember, it's not just focused on the calorie deficit, okay? It's not just saying, right, if I drop down this calorie deficit, I'm going to be happy. It's looking at everything. But we want to try and give you the, the most bog standard, basic bit of information, which is the calorie D in terms of, <laughs> burning body fat in terms of getting that fat off you and getting the shape you want to get in now what method you use to apply it is completely into the individual and that's like another load of talks we can go on about can't we that's yeah. another show we can talk about that forever and we can talk about intermittent fasting and keto and all these other things but just for today download my fitness pal track what you do for three to four days get an average of what you're currently on put yourself in a 15 to 20 percent deficit because if you're a bloke and I just say take 200 calories off, right, then, and you're on 4,000, 
really, you could take a lot more off than that and you can get results quicker. If you're a female, you're only on, say, 1,600 calories, and I suddenly say take 400 off or 200 off, that's a massive chunk. So work on percentages instead. Apply a 15% deficit or a 20% deficit if you're really focused on doing it and increase your steps. And I guarantee you, or we guarantee you, you're going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, spot on. Is there anything you want to you add in there? Just uh... um, I think, um, I don't think we touched on it, but obviously when you are eating, I, I know it's all about bro code, but in reality, it's not fully about being the bro. Protein is so, so essential within every single meal. Um, and it's not just all about, you know, smashing protein shakes, five of them a day, you know, looking like a proper gym lad. It's not all about that. Male and female, we both need protein because it has multiple benefits. I'm only going to touch on two of them. Um, one of them, obviously, it gives us muscle mass. It gives us strength. It, you know, it makes us look fuller, but also um, it's very satiating. So protein is so, so important because if you're getting... 25 to 35% of that into your calorie limit for the day, which is so, so achievable. Um, it makes us feel fuller. So obviously we're not going to get as hungry. We're not going to reach into the cupboards for things that we want to enjoy because we're going to feel fuller. So just try and um, get your protein in for the day. And I think we've touched on it before, maybe in a, a, a different life. It's, you know, 1.5 to 2 grams of protein per kilo of body weight. So for example, if you were to weigh, 60 kilos, the minimum you'd want is 90 grams of protein in a day, and the maximum is obviously 120. But just getting that in is really going to be beneficial because it is really filling. Filling? Filling. Really filling. <laughs> filling. <laughs> hey, mate, I, I, think, I think that's bang on. It's great advice. That's the thing. Yeah. It's, um, I, I, I think it's a common misconception that, you know, and you've done a couple of videos on your Instagram before, Females, if you're listening, if you're out there, if you're watching, get your protein in as well. It's so essential. It's so important. It's not going to make you the Incredible Hulk yeah. tomorrow if you drink a protein shake. Look at that. Look, <laughs> look, at, that. Like, look at that. If I've been training for like years and years and years, and this is the size of my arms. Look. <laughs> and like, that's how many years. And I've been eating like, you know, protein all day, every day. It's, yeah. just, it's mad. And then people touch your weight and they suddenly think they're going to get massive muscles. If only yeah. it was that easy. I wish it was, literally. I know. But... Okay, and I hope that helps everyone um, in today's show. And uh, me and Phil will be on next week for a brand new um, talk. We want to smash these and get, give people as much content as possible and give you the education. So if there is any like, help you need, always reach out to us on our socials. Always reach out to us um, by email, messenger. We give loads of content out there and we just want to help everyone. So remember, that was calories. But remember, it, it, it's all about being a healthier, happier, fitter you. We cannot stress that enough. That's our ethos. So... You'll, you'll see other people um, honing on just fat loss, fat loss, fat loss. And yeah, we do want people to achieve fat loss. We want people to get great results. And we yeah. do get people great results. But we look at the whole package. And I think now we've looked at that, the holistic point of view, I think we're, we're absolutely smashing it. People are yeah. smashing it. And I think people are even better than ever. That's it. I, I think it's, um, for us, I, I, I think when I first started, you, you always mentioned on about it's a community, we're a community, we're, we're a group of people coming together. Um, obviously, like you just touched on there, I'm not going to try and re reiterate it too much, but it's not just all about that best physique, you know, looking at your top, your peak, because for most people, that's just not achievable with nine to five jobs, kids, etc. There's many different things. However, just trying to feel a little bit better about yourself. So implementing things like, 
you know, eating less calories, um, eating healthier choices, going out for walks, getting your sunlight exposure, AM and PM, you know, getting out in the nature, seeing some nice things, doing things like gratitude, you know, training the endorphins that get released. It's all a big cycle. So it's not all about looking good. It's about feeling good. Try and, try and remember that. Yeah. Bye on. I Perfect. We'll call it a day there, won't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>